Welcome to an Ugly Extra film review with me, Jamie of The Ugly Truth, and her spawn, Tyler of The Ugly House. Tyler, everybody. Hello. Say say hello Hello. to the listeners. Hi. Hi. Hello. Why? Hello. So uh, you and I just came home from the viewing of It 2, the Stephen King adaptation of said book, It and in one word, can you describe one word how you're feeling about the film right now? I would say uh, blockbuster. Blockbuster. Okay, so you and I both agree we very much enjoyed the film. Yes, yes, I very much enjoyed this film. So the one thing that I think we also both agreed on is the cast was pristine. Perfect casting. I would have to agree. The casting director did a great job on matching the kid actors with the adult adult actors. You yeah. know, you have James McAvoy matching this random kid actor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ed, the person who played Eddie looks. I mean, that was very similar. It like was with, creepy, crazy, cool. It, it was. It was really great. Got to get a lot of credit for that casting director. I agree. So, and now we, both of us agree that should they hand out Oscars for casting, they would definitely win. Yeah. <laughs> it I, was so good. Yeah, I, I, I would say that that casting director deserves some recognition yes. for that panel of the child actors. So I think for me, it was very, and you and I talked about this a little bit before we started recording. We both give it glowing reviews. We both really very much enjoyed it. Um, I've read that some people were disappointed that it wasn't scary, but to me, there was a lot of violence, a lot of gore, and there was a creep factor that I absolutely loved. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I don't think this movie was going for scary. I don't or either. Horror. I think it was just it. The horror came with the story. Yes, it wasn't. It it wasn't focused on. Oh, this is a really scary clown. This is a really right. scary situation. So it was more of an existential fear factor. Yes, it. You know, really, I think with the exception of Stand by Me, which came out when I was a kid. I would say this was really reminiscent of that level of suspense and uh, intensity, you know, a pack of kids, but they came back and now they're adults. It's almost like if Stand By Me became adults, but they have to reflect on their childhood to get through this process. Yeah, I, I, I would agree, too. It really captured that nostalgic mm-hmm. feeling that, you know, I would say a lot of people have in their childhood. You yeah. Know, a lot of people have that one moment of having, like, a tight group of friends mm-hmm. uh, for one summer. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're not obviously fighting an existential threat in their <laughs> summer. But, yeah. I mean, it's that same feeling of we're all in this together. Like, we're young. The world is ahead of us. It was a really, it captured that emotion very well. And yes. I think it was only because of the casting directors choosing the correct actors the dialogue was in the right places at the right time mm-hmm. it was just a well-crafted movie yes i have to say way more humor than i expected and i freaking loved it i love the addition of the humor yeah bill hater bill hater bill hater whoever wrote for bill oh my God. character was really great and like even richie though 
his best friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were both hilarious, constantly saying, it's like, oh, you're married? Yeah, didn't you hear? I married your mom. We're very happy. Yeah. And he's all, fuck you! I mean, just... It was was so... Perfect. Yeah, it was really good, and it was really realistic when, like, the scare scenes would happen, and as they were adults, like, they reacted very much like how anyone else would react. Like today. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Why? And I really appreciated (laughs) that, though, because it's like, what are you going to do when you're an adult and you see supernatural shit happening? (laughs) Or do you're like, what the hell do I do here? Like, what? What is this shit in the? Who fucked with the fortune cookies? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like that. Really, really freaking good. And of course, for me, Jessica Chastain, I thought was a brilliant, brilliant casting choice. She's so badass. And I love how she only chooses films where she's not only a victim. Yeah. I love that about her. And so, and it really helped with the film. Me knowing how she chooses her roles going in, knowing that she wasn't going to be saved by anybody, that she was going to be holding her own, and she absolutely did. And she was absolutely key to, to, to get getting out of this problem that was going on in Derry, Maine, which was, you know, also really cool. And I told you when we were on our way home, the thing that I love about Stephen King films, and this adaptation specifically, is I love how they're not afraid to kill children. Not that I want to see it, but that it happens in the book. But, you know, in this day and age, it's not it's really taboo to show some kid get eaten by a clown. But they do. And it's great. And I really loved that they don't shy away from it. It's okay. You don't have to uh, admit that you don't want to see children being killed because I think at some point we've all wanted to see a child be killed, be eaten by a clown. But yes. I, I, I agree, though they weren't they weren't afraid to cross that line. Nope. Much how in the first movie they were really restrained on the actual child murders. Like you yeah. would hear about it, you would see the missing posters of children. Right. I mean, in the director's cut of the first movie, you could see Georgie being you know actually mutilated really? in the sewer yeah oh, shit i didn't i haven't seen the director's cut okay yeah th- so they i mean but besides that if we're, mm-hmm. ju- we're just talking about theatrical releases. yes yes they of were course. really restrained in the first one yes this one they did not hold back they were no. like this is it like it's come back with full force and they want you to be scared of it yes and I think it was a really like the the scenes were very creepy. Yes, um, but creepy. it wasn't it wasn't creepy like like unsettling. It was just like it was, know, inter- was it was entertaining. It, you know what I loved about it is it's one of the reasons why I love horror films is that I enjoy that that level of scared where I know I'm watching a movie. I know that some someone's head's not going to turn into a monster and, and, and attack me in my room one day. Like that's legit theatrics. But it's still so creepy scary that I enjoy the feeling of fear because it's not like this guttural like my son is missing fear it is a fear of like monster fear which is why I like Friday the 13th and I like vampires and all that stuff because it's just that level of fear where I can enjoy that feeling of adrenaline when I'm scared and that's for me that's a lot of it like I was I was laughing through half the scary shit because I love that feeling of fear you know but um, the other thing that I really liked about it, and you touched on it a little bit, 
And, you know, I said it's a lot like Stand By Me because when I was a kid and this movie came out, I was basically those kids' ages. Mm -hmm. But you said something that was really true, and it's kind of reminiscent of how Stephen King views adventures with kids is it always happens at some point in the summer. The beginning, the It One, happened at the end of school. This one's happening at the end of summer, which now, and I cannot agree with you more on this, this is going to be like Christmas Story. This is going to be an annual watch for us right yeah i agree it it just it captures the feeling of the beginning of fall you know like it was in when i remember when the first it movie came out like we went and it was like the beginning of fall like Mm -hmm. it, it, it was i feel like this movie is gonna go cross that line of being a cultural thing mm-hmm. I think it might take a little time but it's so it's such a entry level movie for everyone that anyone can go in and you know you can even even kids that would be scared by it like like realistically mm-hmm. they could go in and watch this movie you know get scared you know get scared in the middle of the night because of it but then when they get older they remember like oh i saw it part one and part two like i remember that scared me as a little kid they can watch that as a mature adult yeah and be like wow this wasn't that bad of a movie unlike the late 80s it movie <laughs> where like yeah you watched it then, and you were, like, scared, and then you watch it in the future, and you're, you're like, like why oh, I, why was why this even approved by a company? <laughs> I think what I have to say is I have not had the ability to read the book It. It's very dense. It's very difficult to read. I've heard that it's really fun to listen to, like, on Audible. You can listen. Yeah. The narration of it mm-hmm. is really creepy, and it's kind of a, a really pleasant way to digest the book, but... I would have to say this is probably the most successful Stephen King adaptation film I have seen since Salem's Lot or The Green Mile. I mean, it's going to be ranked one of the best Stephen King adaptations ever. I don't think it's because of the story. I think it's just because of how the movie was made. You know, you look at, I mean, for example, Pet Cemetery. you mm-hmm. know. Ugh, it, I love that movie. I mean, you could argue that it wasn't that great of a movie in the beginning, but it was memorable. It's creepy as fuck. Like you, it's it's a monster baby. It's it's memorable though. (laughs) It is. Like it is. And and that's what I'm taking away from it. Part two, and is that it's not. It's not a movie where you will just watch and forget. Like a you no, know, like a bunch of movies today are like that. Oh, they're and, disposable. Yeah, for sure. Dis- that's a great way to describe it. It's like it. junk food. And, and mm-hmm. I think I think this is not. I think it part two is a great example of how movies can still be a cultural thing. I don't know, man. You don't think they're special effects? Yeah, well, oh, they were I, pretty damn good. I thought I'm not it, gonna lie. Yeah, you know, it, it was good for what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if it's Academy Award worthy, but hey, listen, uh, Guillermo del Toro's film, whatever in the water, won a freaking Academy shape, Award. Shape, yeah, shape of shape Water of won water. a fucking Oscar. I think <laughs> that the CGI of this film is very, very good when you consider that film won an Oscar. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's true. And that's true. The difference between the part one and part two was that part two scenes of creepiness yes. uh, were much more engaging. Oh, they were so And good. I really 
hope that a lot of people can see this movie because mm-hmm. it's it captures a lot of really good nostalgic feelings and um, it did remind me of how i felt when i watched season three of stranger things and not just because the kid is in this movie yeah. but it's just that that feel of like i don't know about you but there were times where i felt like i was a kid watching it like it yeah, was absolutely. legitimately these amazing adult actors were regressing because it was the only way that they were going to be able to band together and you know eliminate this threat whether they were successful or not, we won't tell you. But there were some amazing scenes about stuff that you and you pointed out really eloquently when we were in the car talking about it, that the flashbacks that we were seeing, which, were, by the way, they did amazingly. It was not cheesy at all. Very like seamless. Very seamless. That's the word I was looking for, is that these are things that were not in the first movie when they were children, but these are the memories that they had forgotten about that now we're getting to see what, how they're remembering it. And they went through some serious, really heavy shit when they were in middle school. All of them did. Oh, yeah. yeah you know? All of them did. And I think... And it shaped them as adults. And that that's the perfect example of how they did this movie right, mm-hmm. was they touched on the existentialness of this entity that is ultimately fucking with their perception of reality. Yes. Throughout their adulthood. Like, yeah. a... a I yeah, it's hard to not get into spoilers. Well, like what? But we uh, can edit it out if we feel okay. it's too spoilery. Okay, so when and, um, Beverly was saying like, I know how you all die. Oh right. And I I dream about it every single night. Yeah. Like I think that existentialness of that vision following her. Throughout the whole entirety of the 27 years that she's been gone from Derry, I think if you really, like, digest that, like, that's a, that's a really scary thing. That's a heavy burden to bear. And it's basically like childhood trauma. It's almost yeah. symbolic, basically. Yeah. yeah it I, is symbolism, I would say. In it, the book, I bet it is. I mean, it's specifically for her character arc, yeah. though. Like, she was abused. Know, she, was, she was abused and... Ultimately ends up in abusive relationships as an adult. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I would go as far as to say that the it mm-hmm. caused that. That is really deep. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it is deep. But that—that's the great thing about Stephen King books yes. is like you can take it both ways. You can yep. it can be superficial, yep. or it can be as deep as you want. That's and, why he's such a brilliant writer. Yeah. that's why I love him so much. And it was a little meta, though. Meta. It, it was a little meta uh, because of. The writer, Jim McAvoy's character, yes. they were always saying, oh, you can't write an ending. Your ending sucked. Right. That's a big trope with Stephen King right. novels, if you already know. So Yes. It, it, no I, one I likes the ending. I that nod. And yep. His like, cameo was good, too. His cameo was, was great. And it was it, brilliant. It, it was, that scene was really... I have to say, a lot. Of, all the scenes in this movie did not feel like they didn't have to be in there. They were all necessary. There was not one wasted shot. No. Nothing. Everything meant something. And that's kind of why towards the end of the film, and the only reason I knew it was the end is because we went to a theater where we got to order at our seats. And so when he came and brought the check, I went, oh, we must be a half hour out from the end. That's how I knew. (laughs) So I'm watching it. And unfortunately, I have heard rumblings that they want to do an It 3. And I'm like, why? Why would you want to do that? Because the thing... It's a, like you said, it's an existential threat. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a clown or whatever or 
and I can't spoil it because I can't tell you if it, if it ended or not. But I'm like, God, you know, it's like just when they get out, you know, <laughs> you think. But that's the thing about the towards the end of the film. I was so uneasy the whole time. Yeah. I never felt like there was a resolution. And maybe that was maybe that was on purpose. But I kept waiting for something to come out and snatch someone immediately. I really did. You know, I think that I think that's that that's what they wanted to touch on too. Yeah. Is that the trauma is still there? Yeah. And you know, when they left, it, this isn't even really a spoiler. But when no. everyone left Derry, yeah. they all forget like what happens and stuff like that. Yeah. I think them remembering everything is how they start the journey of healing. It's. I was gonna say it's like mental healing. Yeah. Mental wellness. It'll be really interesting. Exactly, and you know, that's great thing about Stephen King novels is like you can take it as deep as you want, or you can be as superficial as you want. And this movie does both. Like you can not think about it. You know, you can just be with your (laughs) friends, have it on in the back. Like it was so scary. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's an event. You know, and actually, one shot that really. I was going to ask you what struck which one struck you the most? What shot? The one shot that really struck me for this whole theme of nostalgia and it being a vent and stuff like that was the Nightmare on Elm Street 5 yeah. on the Capitol Theater sign because you think about it you're like this is a time where you weren't streaming movies right. like you know video stores were just becoming a thing mm-hmm. uh, but going to the movie theater wasn't an event yep. you know like with your Nightmare on Elm Streets with your Friday the 13th and stuff this this is what it felt like and it's good to you know there's like a, there's a few movies that are coming out that are like kind of generating this like a, a reason to go out to the theater like, right like oh I'll just wait for it to come out on, a, on DVR yeah like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for mm-hmm. example by Quentin Tarantino yeah that is a classic Hollywood movie event. That you need to go to the theater to see. Yeah, it's like yes. you want to go to the theater I do. and see this. I do. Absolutely. Exactly. We should go see it, actually. We should, we should review that one as yeah, well. We anyway, so how many balloons do you give it out of five? I give it uh, five balloons right. out of five balloons. Great. And maybe a little uh, it lapel pin that you can put <laughs> on your Halloween costume in the season. Yes, I agree with you. I would say I was I, I have no complaints. I didn't even realize it was almost three hours long. Didn't feel like it at all. The only reason that I was even pulled out of the movie in any way was my bladder was screaming at me. I would have to agree. Mine too. <laughs> uh, but when, you, when I left and come back, I didn't feel like I missed anything. You didn't. And I would have told you if you'd missed something. Yeah. I, I was waiting for a, what I thought was a lull and when I came back into the theater I was like holy shit but I, I figured it out but still I was like damn it I missed something good so anyway uh, yes yeah, so I think we both agree five balloons out of five and a little lapel to wear for Halloween yes. well how did you feel your first movie review uh, it, was, it was really good, good. Um, it, it's it's hard not to get into spoilers, especially for a movie that I'm so jazzed about. I know. So I encourage everyone to go see it. And if you're into deep thinking about films, this is a good movie. If you're not, if you just want to go with your friends, you know, and just it's just to have an event to hang out with your friends, this is also a good movie to see. It, it caters to both parties, yeah. and it's not badly done either, which no. makes it. 
the more wild to see is it you will not be bored how young of a kid should go see this um i honestly i think uh the youngest person that should see this is 12 years old yeah um yeah i i think you know me personally i think it's okay to be scared by movies when you're a young kid i think yeah. I, I that's just me though because i was i mean you showed me friday the 13th when i was young yeah sorry scared, <laughs> it scared me but yes. it didn't scare me to the point where like you know i was traumatized by it but well it no was just, now you're just covered in horror movie tattoos yeah, I, it, I take responsibility it, it's just it's it's just an event you know yeah. it, it's an event i just freaking I, love scary movies i for me um i have to say my i really really thoroughly enjoyed bill Hader's role in this i loved oh, yeah. his his writing whatever like i agree with you whoever wrote for him was amazing my the thing that'll stand out and i almost wanted on my gravestone is i got gigs in reno you know <laughs> that was so funny so yeah. funny and i and the other thing and it doesn't really change anything is he's not gay but He's struggling with his a love and affection for people that aren't female. He he has a he has a fluid to yes. his attractiveness. He's fluid. Which He's sexually it, fluid. Yes. Which which I think was a really great thing to I loved touch it. on. A lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, he was gay." He wasn't gay. But it it wasn't that though. It was just the emotional connection he had with Eddie was mm-hmm. very it was strong to the point it Okay, think about Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Those characters weren't gay. They were just in love with each other. Yeah, because they were in love with the person, not the sex. Yeah. And I, I think that's exactly what this was for that char- those characters. I think it was a bold move, and it paid yeah. off very well. Mm-hmm. And Bill Hader, I mean, he was the best actor in that movie, I think. And he, he just really, yeah, he really, he's really coming to his own, though. If you've seen Barry. I was in, I, yeah. that's exactly the yep. example I was in. I think that after his experience doing Barry, it's mm-hmm. it's just, it's building up more. I think he's becoming a, uh, he's an up and comer. Yep, and I would agree with you. And this was a great vehicle for him. And I, I, I would be curious to know, because Bill used to be a writer for mm-hmm. a bunch of comedy shows. I'd be curious to know how much he wrote himself. The, car- yeah. the the lines in that movie because they felt very natural. Yeah. So I had yeah. to have to suspect that he there was a lot of improv on his part, which he's... <laughs> well, that would make some sense actually. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> especially right before they go into the house. Oh God, that was like, so funny. Where, he's like, oh, I love what he's done with the place. Where he, or where he was just like, so what did you say before we went into the house? And he was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's like, let's yeah. kill that fucking clown. Yeah. Yeah, all of that was really good. All right. Well, that that's it for our first movie review. And if everyone likes it, then we will do another one. When you find a movie that you really want to review, we'll do it. Sound good? That sounds that sounds great. Okay, everyone. Tyler, my my firstborn, my son, my the the fruit of my loins, my son. The first spawn. The first spawn. All right. Bye everybody. Bye.